There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. What up? Yo. (laughs) Is that how it's going to roll today? We're going straight gangster today. So today, I want to talk about... I was listening to Outcast, yeah. I want to talk about anticipation stress and antioxidants, A and A. Glad you didn't tell me what we were doing today because I would have totally been anticipating all this. Anticipation anxiety? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess there's anticipation stress and anticipation anxiety. I think they're kind of the same. So last weekend I talked about going to a retreat over the weekend and My friend Amanda and I had signed up to go to a retreat with our church, Church Project, in Brenham, Texas. And probably by about Wednesday, I started thinking about the fact that I didn't know where we were going to sleep. I didn't know what we were going to eat, what we were going to do. There were all these unknowns. And... I just, I literally stressed myself out. We remember we had planned, I talked about this on Thursday. I said, we're going to go to the Renaissance Festival. Amanda and I were going to go walk around. Well, that didn't happen. I got myself so stressed out that I got an absolutely terrible migraine on Friday. Couldn't move, went back to sleep multiple times throughout the day. And finally, by about six o'clock, I was able to actually get out of pain a little bit. I remember Yeah, it was a rough day. I didn't think you were going to make it to the whole weekend. It's interesting because I think, well, your mind and your body are so strong and so connected. And what you're thinking is so powerful because your body follows. So here I was thinking, okay, what's the bed going to be like? Is the bed going to be hard? If it's hard, I'm going to get a migraine. If, uh, what if there's, is there enough pillows? Will, will I have to bring two pillows or do I need to bring just my one pillow? Because if there's two pillows or if they're, if they already You're have a pillow, all that through your head. oh my gosh, if there's one pillow, then I only need to bring one pillow um, because I need two pillows. So, I mean, I'm stressing about all these things and cause I'm thinking, you know, if I don't have what I need to sleep well, then I wake up with a migraine. And if I don't have what I need to eat properly, then I could get a migraine from that because if they don't have the proper, you know, balance of proteins and carbs and fats, then that my blood sugar doesn't stabilize and then I get a migraine. So what happened? I literally am 
anticipating you put yourself into a migraine state. Yes, I'm anticipating the possibility of getting a migraine and then I got the migraine. Anyway, like just my body just said, "Okay, we're going to get a migraine over this." And I you have a little bit of anticipation anxiety. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't get into all that. I mean, you're kind of really messed up on that end. You're making me look good. Okay. I'm just playing. I think yours I think yours comes out differently though. Um, I go to scenarios of good and bad. I'll take things, it's weird. I'll take things all the way to the ridiculous of what the worst case scenario could be and feel what that's like. And when it gets to that feeling of, oh, this sucks, this is horrible, then I'll start to ramp it back up to all the best case scenario. And I get that euphorism coming from those. So I'm in this up and down emotional yo-yo. So I'll go the high and the low and the high and the low. Now it's, I guess it's, I guess it's the same thing. I just don't have the migraine that's associated with it, but I have the emotional, I don't know what's called. I just have the, the stress. I'll, it's the stress that comes with it. And well, and for you, what comes after stress? Anxiety. And what comes after anxiety? Mm, alcohol? No. no. <laughs> what comes after anxiety for you? Depression. Yeah. And then what comes after depression? I, I feel like you know these answers. I, I kind of do. So do well, you? you no, I'm guessing right now. I'm not going to tell you. You you answer because I, I feel like sometimes just self, being self-aware is healing. I had to going sit back. Going here today, huh? Okay. <laughs> I had to analyze, you know, what was going on this weekend and why I got that migraine and what can I do next time to feel better. And you and I were just talking about this on the way here because I was like, Okay, I kind of feel like you're in a bit of a funk. And you said, what'd you say? Which part? I really don't remember. Well. Help me. Okay. This is uh, interesting and I guess really personal. How deep we going? Well, and both oh, Trey, with it. Just Trey's it been there. on testosterone for since 2012. We're going on hormones today too? We're going on, well, I'm just going to slightly go over it. Trey's been on testosterone since 2012. He's had his levels tested multiple times and they're they're perfect now. Well, but I was 35 years old and I went and got a test that I had testosterone at 190. She said I had testosterone of an 80-year-old man at 35 years you're, old. You're like at the time your dad was like 70 and he had more testosterone than you. Well, we don't need to compare that, but I don't think that's the case. Anyway, I, I, I remember low testosterone. I remember specifically that, that scenario. But your testosterone has been good over the years. I've got it on point right now, yeah. Mine has not. And I finally, after I was done nursing River, I got my levels tested and I got on uh, the testosterone pellet. And that was really helpful for a long time. It never gave me like a big jolt of, uh, I didn't ever experience that really strong, strong libido. No, it was, a, it was an easy ramp up to a, to a peak and then, and then a slow decline. Yes. And then you get your next pellet. Yeah. So for me, I never felt that strength that a lot of women will feel in the gym. Like, okay, I'm finally feeling strong. I'm able to really like lift some heavier weights because I was, I, w I always noticed that my strength was never really big. I could work out, but it wasn't, you know, I was never doing the heaviest weight. Yeah, and all you got to do is shave that facial hair that's coming in now. So you'll be good. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> so I switched recently to the shots 
And the shots I'm taking just once a week, I take it on Fridays. It's a very minimal amount. Mm -hmm. And it was like all of a sudden a light bulb went off in me. (laughs) And I mean, even in the gym today, I was 20 pound dumbbells for my single arm. Oh, I, I mean, before it was like, 15s, you know, my shoulder would hurt. But when you have good testosterone, your your muscles are stronger, you have better better joints, you have better elasticity, and you have better recovery too. And you you also um, heal better. Your your joints actually heal better. So I've had this messed up shoulder and it was like, I mean, I'm just taking it like a, like it's nothing. And all of it, it felt so good to feel just strong. Just be careful. You're in your second week. You're going to ramp, you're going to level out and you got to find the balance. So well, Why am I going to level out? I take a shot every week. I know, but you're going to have, you're going to find a level of balance in that. And the euphorism that you're feeling now is something that's different from what you had before because you didn't have it. And so, you, I'm just saying you're not going to feel like that every Friday. Uh, don't be a Debbie Downer. I am like, I'm, no, I'm going to ride this wave until I've been on this since, what you say, 2012? 2012. I'm a testosterone expert. Well, my libido has well surpassed Trey's now in the moment in time. And I'm like, all right, like, woo, we're going to have some fun. And Trey's <laughs> like, he's going to be there and I'm going to be there and it's going to be fantastic. Well, these past... I mean, he's going to be there and I'm going to be there. Who well, else like, would be there? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to have this, you know, togetherness of our strong libidos. <laughs> but the past couple of weeks... It's, you have, you just said this in the car, the past couple of weeks, you felt in a funk and you've still done all the things that you talked about before with getting up early and this and that, but, and doing your meditation and all that, but it just, it, it's, it's harder, but it, there's something going on in your mind that's caused you to have some stress because nothing will kill your libido, like being under stress. Yeah. I think expectations over intentions are important for me. I, I try and. I expect too many things sometimes and when they don't happen, I get frustrated and that frustration turns into anger. That anger turns into motivation and then when I can't do the things I need to do, it turns into frustration again. So, it's just this cycle and I'm stressed over the little things that don't get done when they should. And so, that is what I'm talking about with the anticipation stress or just anticipating what needs to be done. And in your mind, you're stressing things that need to be done. For me, I was stressing where I was going. I was stressing the unknown. So you were stressing what you had to do and I was stressing what needs or what I think is going to happen and how what that manifests for our bodies. And for you, it's different. For me, it's different. <laughs> okay, I have to share this because this is really funny. I don't know where you're going with this. Last week. Nervous. <laughs> last week. <laughs> what are you about to say? You're like turning well, red before was, you even say I it. I know because I was like, you know, making a lot of innuendos and I was like <laughs> touching you and like, come on. And you were like, you go, okay, stop. <laughs> you said, I'm I'm feeling objectified right now. And I say objectified. I'm pretty sure you did. You said, I'm feeling objectified right now. I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling very vulnerable and you're making me feel very uncomfortable. You don't remember that? It was, you remember it was in your office. We have off, his office. I was house. trying to get some crap done. 
and you were ready to do other <laughs> stuff. And I needed to get this stuff done because I was stressed that I had waited this long. And I was like, just whatever. We're okay. talking about this today. <laughs> I think Trey's face is red. I think Trey's face is red. Well, all right. So the best thing that I could come up with is if you have a thought that comes into your mind. Is that what it felt like with you? Yes, all the I time. I feel like an object. I feel like an object. <laughs> like, can you just, can, can a hug just be a hug? Never. Like, seriously. I'm like, come up and hug me from behind. And I'm like, feeling a soldier salute. And I'm like, get so that, that That's what it feels like. So now I know. Now you know. Well, it doesn't mean you have to give me any of my own medicine. Well, now you know how it feels like on the other side of the, what would perceived at that moment of rejection, which it wasn't rejection. It was just bad timing. So okay. we're even. All right, what, so what is this? I'll one to a hundred now? So I got a few more to get to even. I'll say that rejection sucks. Like I don't like that feeling at all. That's well, I'm in sales, so I I, I fail eighty percent of the time and try and succeed twenty. So <laughs> two out of ten is good for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I guess that's how what made you go through to get through all those years. Never say die, never quit. Well, anyway, I think it's important that when a thought brings on an emotion that is an unwanted emotion and it continually repeats itself. It's something that you really have got to stop and sit with. So if I had said out loud to you before going to that retreat, Trey, I'm so worried about the pillow. I am worried about the bed. If I said that to you, let's see, I thought about it. Probably would have laughed first. But if <laughs> and I then I'm like, babe. And then you would have made me feel better, right? You would have you would have helped talk me through it, right? You would have talked me through it. I would have brought you off the ledge, yes. Okay. If if I have a thought, if if I have a thought and I speak about it, it makes it much more powerful. But it's also still powerful even when you're not speaking about it. And I think that that I think <laughs> I believe that that is so important to recognize that our thoughts have so much power, and they sometimes bring on negative things within our physical bodies that we don't always want. And at some point, and I should have done this, I know better. And, you know, life is learning experience. We're constantly gaining wisdom. When I had those continual thoughts about what are we going to eat? Are they going to have good food? Will I have water? Are they going to serve bottled water? Will it be tap water? You know, all these things. I should have spoke them out loud and just came and talked to you. And Cause you're my, you're my, you're my second half. You know, you're, you're the person that helps me make feel, makes me feel better in these situations. And same thing with you. If you're feeling yourself in a funk and you're acting in a way that's not your true character and your, your wife is coming at you and you're denying your wife, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that is out of character. That's out of behavior for you. I think it's important to say, Hey, I need to talk through some things. Fair. Do you have any response to that? <laughs> Do you have any reply? I mean, I, I agree. I, I think, well, you said two things. You said a thought saying it out loud brings it more to life. Is that what you said? Well, the, the, the words, I mean, your words speak power. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. So, yes, I mean, when you, when you speak it, you're bringing it so, to life so even more. So, I, I went to a retreat in April and worked on some pretty powerful stuff. And I guess one of the, the things that came from that that's really helped me over the last four or five months was just a, an analogy of, you know, thoughts are like a, a train in a subway. 
you're sitting at that subway station and those trains are going back and forth and a thought hops on one of those trains and it goes and it goes as far and as wide as you want it to go and go down as deep as, as, as long as this rabbit hole wants to get on until you get off that train. And one of the, the, the people at the retreat said, you know, just watch them go by. You don't have to get on them. Let the trains just keep going and don't jump on the train. And so when, if you would have came to me with that, having gone through that experience and it had been working for me, I would have at least shared that with you and said, babe, don't, don't jump on the train. That, that's, that's going down the wrong direction. You don't need to get this. You're going to have this. This is what's going to happen. These are just thoughts. Once you get to the resort, it's going to be amazing. Have faith that it's going to be taken care of. God's not sending you to this, this beautiful retreat to go put you in pain. That was the enemy. And it turned out to be an absolute Challenging your thoughts and putting you in pain before you go because he knew once you got there, you were going to be with him. And I have to say, with you going through what you've been going through the past couple of weeks, just trying to get things organized. That's just pride. I don't want to talk about my stuff. <laughs> but you you do want to talk about it. You do talk about I do about when I'm things. ready. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, I'm prideful and I don't know, I just... I feel like I can figure it out. I'm a problem solver. So why do I need to go do this, this, and this when I know what I need to do? I know what I should be doing. I'm just not doing it. So fix it. It's just the mentality I've always had. And that's where pride and ego can be a blessing and a curse. So maybe if you don't come to me and I see that you're acting out of character as your partner, I need to say, hey, what's going on? Like actually sit you down and say, what, what it's a double-edged sword. It, it really is because sometimes I don't need to talk about it. I'm working through it and that's what I have to do is work through it. Other times it's like, okay, I'm ready to talk about it. So I don't well, know I guess how I to, could just take the rejection. I mean, take oh, a rejection geez, again. Louise. So, I mean, might as well. Let me see. One out of 99. Oh, stop. Well, I think that next time both of us could have done better and used each other as as our springboard or as our sounding board and to help work things out. One of the greatest things that I've learned through through my health coaching course is that we have the the innate ability within our bodies. Our our bodies are so smart and it knows what to do. And we we have an intuition that I mean we can look at uh, a, a table full of beautiful fruits and vegetables and know deep down just from like from our gut that though well figuratively and literally speaking that those foods are better for you than the golden corral array of brown sauces and you cans. went golden corral i went golden corral i'm actually steakhouse. getting hungry but i don't want golden corral <laughs> <laughs> i took the kids there one time for fun oh my gosh they thought it was the best thing in the world I was like, Ugh. but you know what? Some people like it. And we used to eat there growing up because that's what my parents could afford. So yep. no more golden crowd though. We'll be done. Um, Ryan's Steakhouse was one of ours. Luby's. Oh, oh I love Luby's. And those big trays. Yeah. yeah. Sweet tomatoes in the woodlands. They closed down. I actually really like sweet tomatoes. My mom still tomatoes. goes to the Luby's in Conroe. That one off 105. Your mom still school. goes there? Oh, mm -hmm. that gets that Luann platter. So good. Luann. Who is Luann? Their anyway? mac and cheese was the bomb. Who is Luann? Jello. I don't know who Luann is. Crusted fish. Well, it's the Luann platter. All right. We're, we're digressing. Okay. All right. So the next thing that I want to talk about today is antioxidants. 
we talked about last week reducing your sugar intake. And with sugar intake, you're going to have so many different issues. We discussed a, a lot of it with the heart, with obesity, your teeth. By the way, I had a horrible dream last night that my teeth were all falling out and I cheated on you with my teeth all falling out and it was really, really odd dream. So I woke up. Yeah. You told me that this morning. That's why I woke up so early. I was like, this is just You're bad. Like, I cheated on you in my dream. I was like, with who? I and our know. neighbor's dog was in it, Goose. I was like, what'd you do? She goes, I kissed a guy, but I didn't have any teeth. I was like, oh, well, good for me. <laughs> <laughs> but Go back to we, bed, we talked about We talked about reducing sugar intake. And when you start reducing your sugar intake, it's like crack. You know, you're going to go through some detoxifying oh, processes. I've been, yeah, that yes. sucks, dude. But here's the but thing. But you go through it. It's like, it's temporary. It's it's literally seven to nine days, maybe 10, depending yeah. on what you're doing to, to cleanse it out. I normally would get the green juice and help push through, but I've been kind of going cold turkey and been doing all right. 80-20. 80-20. There are... You have your taste buds, and they get very used to the flavors of sugar, of salt, and of uh, and the unhealthy fats. See it, and you smell it. You just like, oh. I don't have those anymore because I don't eat the sugar. I know, Miss Goody Tissue, but Avery made a fruit bowl the other day, and she put on top of it, on top of the fruit, agave nectar. Mm-hmm. And stirred it around. And I was like, why did you do that? I mean, the fruit is already sweet. But I ate some. I couldn't even eat it. It was too sweet. It was too sweet. But so did she make it for you or for her? She made it for her. Okay. But she made a huge thing of it. It was a waste of fruit because she made such a big bowl of it. But so my point is. Were you upset about how much fruit it was or that she put a god of necker on Maybe it? a little bit both. Okay. But my point is, is that. You will go through a process of detoxing like where Trey is, but then you'll come out of it and you will get to a point where the actual sweetness of fruit is enough. So where I am right now, I am very sensitive to sugar, so I can't have the cane sugar. I can't have all those strong sugars that even even all of those are too sweet on my palate and I can't handle it. Fruits are enough. So I want to convince people to eat more fruits and vegetables too. What did we used to do on that yeast-free diet for dessert? We would get oranges and whipped cream or something. What was it? Well, whipped cream has dairy and that was um, a type of sugar. So here's the thing. When you are trying to detoxify apples sugar- Apples and peanut butter. Apples and peanut butter are good. As long as there's no sugar added in the peanut butter. When you're trying to detox off of sugar, you're, you're going to have to either- Go cold turkey like Trey is, or if you need to stick I with something. I cold turkey. Okay. If you need to stick with something, there is the Whole30 diet that is really, really great. You have to go through this period of where you starve out the candida because you have candida that is a type of uh, bacteria or a parasite that lives in your body and it is... It, it grows and when you feed it the sugars, it's going to grow even more and it causes all kinds of really harmful effects. When you have too much candida, then you have less of the bacteria of the good bacteria. So if you have, it's, you, you know, your gut is your ecosystem. So like a pond, in a pond, you have to have certain bacteria and algae in this whole balance. It's so a good analogy. In your, e- in your ecosystem of your colon, there's there can't be too much 
candida. You know your candida is overgrown if you eat a very well, solid, balanced meal. And then all of a sudden, an hour later, you feel your blood sugar drop. That's because you have your candida that just stole all your all your blood sugar. Those little bastards. Is that what happens? Like my ears will get red and, and, and I start to heat up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it takes like, I don't know, 30, 45 seconds and then it, it goes away. I don't know. You're just weird. That's weird. Okay. Whatever. But when you, when you need to starve off those candida to help detox the sugar, because your candida, they thrive on the sugars. They thrive on, and remember sugars are not just in the, in cane sugar and the honey and the candies. And it's also dairy products break down into sugar. We were talking about antioxidants. I, I am, I'm going there. <laughs> I want to convince people to eat more antioxidants or excuse me, more plants. And the way that I'm going to do that is I'm going to teach you a little bit about phytonutrients. Okay. Phyto the dog. Let's go. Phyto is from the Greek origin, meaning plant and nutrients. Of course, you know what a nutrients are. So phytonutrients are only obtained in plants. So they're plant nutrients. Okay. And what they do is they protect the plant against excess UV light, pests, toxins, pollution, and they help prevent. So something on the plant or in the plant or the plant produces it for itself? Well, a plant is going to produce its own, its own free radicals. Okay. And it's. There's, but there's also pollution that causes the stress as well, the oxidative stress and the toxins. So basically, you have all these environmental and within the plant itself, you have some stressors on it. And so the phytonutrients help prevent and they treat the plant from damage of those those things. So it's the same thing that we have within our bodies. We have the same. We have from different stressors, we have free radicals that are produced. And this is produced even when just exercising. And even whenever you eat food, you're going to produce free radicals. The environmental sources would include things like smoke, air pollution, toxic chemicals, sunlight, too much sunlight. Okay. These accumulate in your body. So free radicals accumulate in your body. Your diet and your lifestyle are key. If it's not taken care of, then you can cause disease, which is dis-ease. Always break down the word where it comes from, dis-ease. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you look very pretty. I know. I got this new look. You got your hair done yesterday. I did get my hair done yesterday. Well, Miss Barry. Silver Fox. Do you like like all the silver in it? It's got some platinum in it. I know. That's because my hair is going white. Yeah. Elsa. So, So plants respond to stress. and. They do that in the cell. They generate dangerous free radicals. So free radicals, what these are. This is free radicals cause oxidative stress. So now you have to go with what's oxidative stress. So oxidative stress is cell damage. Okay. These bind and they damage the cell protein, the cell membrane, and the DNA. So think about, so basically aging. I mean, if you want to put this, you want to put this into perspective, a plant has all these things that really screwed up and that are really toxic to it, the pollutants, everything. The plant's own nutrients are going to help neutralize what's happening and that damage. Our bodies are also exposed to the pollution and the toxic chemicals and these things. When we are exposed to those, we have free radicals that are produced. What do the free radicals do? The free radicals 
create or cause oxidative stress. Oxidative stress, oxidative, oxidation, aging. Oxy. Oxidation. So an apple, when an apple turns brown, it's, oxidating. it's oxidized. Oxidized. So that's what's happening inside Past of tense. Okay. What do you do to an apple to stop it from browning? Don't peel it. Okay. It you fridge. obviously don't make the catch lunches. No. I don't know. Eat you it. You squirt lemon juice on it. There you go. Lemon Why? juice. Why? Why do you squirt lemon juice on it? I don't know, John. Why do you squirt lemon juice on Because it? of the citric acid <laughs> and the vitamin C. Okay. So that, those are antioxidants. Okay. So break this down in layman's terms. All right. I, I did. I did. That's, that's, if, I mean, I'm sorry if you Talking don't understand this. Okay. So it's simpler information. So phytonutrients, go back to phytonutrients, all the chemicals that are in the plants, right? So Dr. Dean Ornish, that is all about nutrition, and I believe he's a cardiologist, he wrote in the American Journal of Cardiology that there are over 100,000 phytonutrients that are found in plants. And this is why they recommend nine or more servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Per day? Per day. Nine. Kind of missing that mark. Nine. Okay. Every plant contains different compounds in various amounts. So that is why it's important to get a variety. They say eat the rainbow because you want to have a variety of all of those chemical compounds. So when someone said eat your vegetables, you can just be like, I'm eating my phytonutrients. Okay. <laughs> we are... <laughs> okay. we absorb phytonutrients in our bodies. And here's some evidence of it. When you eat garlic, what happens? My breast stinks. Yes. When you eat beets, what happens? My poop's red. And the urine is a little bit of red, like a reddish tint color. There you go. Right? And what happens when you eat asparagus? I don't eat asparagus. Okay. That pea stinks. Well, phytonutrients also help give a plant its color and its smell as well. So phytonutrients in the plant, those are absorbed into your body. So that's why there's ev there's evidence of what the garlic did. The the breath, the the urine and the smell. Byproduct of eating it. Yes, yes. It's evidence that your body is utilizing what that plant does. Okay. Hmm. This is I thought I, I love putting this in here. Okay. Ezekiel 47 12. And on the banks on both sides of the river. I wonder if they're talking about the Euphrates River. Anyway, it says, and on the banks on both sides of the river, there will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, nor their fruit fall, but they will bear fresh fruit every month because the water for them flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves will be for healing. I love that verse because it's just, there's so much in the Bible that it talks about fruits and vegetables and herbs and and they even talk about essential oils and how they are used for healing and for medicine. Okay, so when you take phytonutrients now, so now you kind of know what phytonutrients are. Break them into three categories. You have medicinal plants. So think like aloe vera and arnica. What I That ointment that I put on Alan the other day when he burned his skin yeah. was arnica. Okay. It's very healing for your skin. We know aloe vera is healing for your skin. So they can, there's so many different plants that have medicinal qualities and then they, re, they take out those, those medicinal components and they make medicine from it. 
as well. Herbs and spices. Think uh, cilantro. Think chelation. We're constantly... Chelation? Chelation. What's that? It's like getting rid of something, breaking something down. So cilantro is really, really great at extracting uh, heavy metals from your body. You could eat a ton of cilantro and it takes out all the heavy metals. We're constantly exposed to heavy metals. Women, we're using a lot of uh, skincare products. Your skin is the largest organ in your body or of part of your body. And when you're taking in a lot of chemicals from your skincare or your makeup or hairspray or body wash or face wash that contain heavy metals, then you're absorbing those in and those are doing their damage. Okay. Eucalyptus, think opening up your airways, peppermint, digestion, clove, antibacterial and antifungal. And then the third part of phytonutrients would be phytochemicals. And these would be your antioxidants. Okay. I think fruits, vegetables, beans, plant-based beverages like tea and wine and coffee and plant-derived compounds offer disease protection. So we're going to hone in a little bit on the phytochemicals. So the phytochemicals, the anti, we're going to go specifically to antioxidants. This is any substance that inhibits oxidation. This includes vitamins, minerals, and polyphenols. Okay. So, all right. Do you need a little recap? No, I just, hey, it's real simple. Eat your damn vegetables. No, no, no. <laughs> if you're like me, you you want to be convinced. Like I need somebody to I'm convince convinced. me. So you have your phytonutrients, right? And of those, those break down into three categories. And the phytochemical category, which is your fruits and your vegetables, why are those important? Well, that's your antioxidants. Antioxidants then break down into three categories. That would be your vitamins, your minerals, and your polyphenols. That is your fruits and your vegetables. So overall, the benefit of having a variety of polyphenols in your body, slowing the signs of aging. We don't want our skin to be oxidized. I don't want anything. That's why you see so much vitamin C serum for women um, and men. Aging of your skin and your eyes, the tissues of your body and the joints, the hearts and the brain. Gives you youthful, glowing skin, reduced cancer risk, support in detoxing, and you live longer. Protection, protection against heart disease and stroke, like what we we're talking about. What eat, you're concerned about with me. I'm concerned about with you. No sugars, eat the veggies. Less cognitive disorders like macular degeneration and cataracts. So these polyphenols are... The, the top polyphenols would include fruits such as berries, plums, apples, black currants. Who eats black currants? I don't know I don't what black currant is. Black currant? I don't, it's like a, a maybe like a date or a grape or something like that. Pomegranates. These are things that include high quality polyphenols. And, and that also includes goji berries and quite a few others. Vegetables, artichokes, spinach, red onions, chicory, beans, black beans, and white beans, and nuts, hazelnuts, walnuts, almonds, and pecans, and beverages. You will read everything on there, aren't you? Black tea, <laughs> green tea, red wine, and coffee. It's important to know that when you are taking in some of those beverages, you want to make sure that they're a good high quality source. So if you're trying to have your coffee to get your polyphenol for the day, why are you going to have coffee that has a ton of pesticides in it? You're, you're literally chasing your tail. So drink coffee that does not contain all those chemicals within them. 
And then there's other things like cloves and cocoa and dried peppermint, star anise and dark chocolate and olive oil. So all of your fruits. So going back to the fruits and the whole sugar thing, you can train your body to not want to have any more of that cane sugar. You can train your body to actually crave the berries. The berries are the most important aspect of uh, gaining those antioxidants. So when you are thinking about antioxidants, there are some things such as lycopene and lutein and zeanthin and quercetin. We've heard a lot. You're using a lot of big words. I know, but listen, you people I'm have trying to keep up. People have heard of these individual antioxidants and people are taking these in supplement form such as glutathione. Your body actually makes glutathione. Glutathione is the master antioxidant and your body actually makes it but sometimes you may have, you may be a type of genetic that actually doesn't produce enough. So taking something like NAC is really important, NAC. A lot of people have been taking that during this time of uh, COVID because you need to have high amounts of glutathione in your body. That is so good for your immune system. You've heard people talking about quercetin and taking quercetin. We take quercetin. It is a polyphenol that is in fruits and vegetables. You can supplement with a lot of these things, um, and there's ways to do it, Because, but it doesn't replace making sure that your diet contains a wide variety of these items. When you're thinking about your top antioxidant foods, what they're looking at is the auric value, and the auric value basically gives you a score that tells you how well that that item or that food is absorbed into your body. So goji berries are really high. Elderberries, we've heard elderberries being so good for you, especially during this time of year. Yeah, you them go blue hunt season. them down. Yes. I go out and pick elderberries all over town. They These things grow. Um, I love goji berries. Trey and I drink Ningxia Red. We've drank it for years. Ningxia Red has a high auric value as well including all of the other ingredients that are in it. It's a red drink and it contains fruits, vegetables, berries, essential oils, which the essential oils are going to help drive all those nutrients into the cells. But they are also a phytonutrient. You heard me talk about the cilantro and the clove and the peppermint. Essential oils coming from herbs, they're, they're in a class of its own. So we're pulling those nutrients out with the essential oils from Young Living. And those are things that we're putting into our diet through the Ningxia Red. So that is, you may be a type of person that says, okay, I like to do all the things. That's me. Some people, they may not do all the things. If you're not going to eat a diet that is strong in these antioxidants, you're going to have to supplement something like a Ningxia Red. You're going to have to make sure you're taking your multivitamins. But you still, I really, really encourage you to eat the raw foods as well because it's going to not only um, give you the, the sugar that your body craves and that sweetness, but it's also going to help your body. That is all. No, no, so, clap. no, no, so clap. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. And I hope that I kept your attention and that you're going to go out and eat those fruits and vegetables. Eat your damn vegetables, kids.
Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.